it's another week, another time, a new place to shade, a new time, a new place to shade. Welcome, welcome to um show where we judge your parents' parenting skills, your mama, your daddy, your bald-headed ass granny, and everything in between. Welcome to the question that I pose every week, and y'all just make me. So correct every single time. Who raised you hoes? Mm. Uh, I don't even need to go into the description of the podcast because this week is going to be a real question that we pose. Um, I am your host, Lonnie, and fresh back from ATL. I got that ATL glow. The birthday girl. What's up, the, y'all? The, the one that just turned, finally joined the 30 Club. Yes, and I am old and mad as fuck. Uh, girl, just wait. It gets worse. <laughs> Man, I got a little crack bag of your patience. I gotta, like, sprinkle that shit throughout the week. Uh, listen, you think you don't have patience now? Oh, it gets worse. I'm mm. going on 32. It gets worse. It's okay. I like having no patience. People don't bother me. You just already have no patience, but this is yeah, why I Yeah, you're right. I was born without patience. So. It, it Literally. Welcome you guys to another episode. We're here. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah. So my little weekend was wonderful. I had an epiphany, and I think it'll be my self-care tip this week. Um, and I think I'm gonna do it now instead of later. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is make time for loved ones. You better give that word. I, after losing three consecutive family members in the course of a year, it, especially after the last one, because it hit the closest to home more than like when I lost my uncle back in May of last year, it, it, it hit so much close to home that life really is not guaranteed. And while you have these people here, instead of going down a guilt trip when they pass with the coulda, shoulda, wouulda's, Make time for your loved ones, especially mm-hmm. if they're up there in age, because Lord knows when they start having that talk, like my grandmother in South Carolina is having right now, you know, the Lord could save me now. I wouldn't be upset. Like, Grandma, no, mm-hmm. I'm, I've lived. I'm like, my grandmother's also in her early 80s. So I'm like, listen, if you had the time, if you had the time to spend, to give, even, I don't care if you spend an hour with them, just don't understand you never know and I learned this the hard way you never know when it's going to be the last time you see that person mm-hmm. resolve any issues that you may have with that person just take the time out to understand you could possibly look, be looking at your loved one for the last time mm. alive and well mm-hmm. and you just don't know it so make that time I spent my weekend I called my mom randomly because I, of course, as you know, when you deal with like anxiety and depression, you tend to distance yourself from your family and it's not on purpose. So I said, you know what, this weekend I'm going to go and I'm going to see my mom. So to see my mom, my dad, and of course my sisters, even though my younger sister isn't here. So I decided to go to the house, pop up with some wine and we had us a good old a Sunday dinner. Something we hadn't done in a long time. We used to, when I first moved in my early 20s, it was like a tradition, but it kind of fizzled out as time went on. So I said, you know what? I'm just going to go on ahead and I'm going to go spend some time with my um, some parents. So that's what I did my Sunday night. My weekend was pretty damn good. You know, the birthday girl over here. Yes, fresh back from ATL. Me and, me and the boo went on a trip. Yes. You know, Going back to what you said about spending, you know, spending time with your loved ones and, you know, doing things with them. That trip was definitely a good one because I got to surprise my mother. And oh, my God, was she surprised. I saw that video. Oh, my God. Was she she like she's about to have a heart attack. She was so surprised. She wasn't <laughs> expecting it at all. And, you know, it was just a good time to reconnect with not only Ed, but with my mother, because, of course, she's down there and I'm up here. We don't get to see each other that often. So it's like, yeah, I got to see got to see my sidekick, got to hang out with my, my significant other and reconnect. Now and about that about that connection, honey. This ooh, ain't this ain't the this hotel. Ain't hotels, this though. ain't the hotels. Can we say it for hotels? 
No, you kind of can tell it now, honey. That we um, this is we are sex positive. We don't judge sexual activity. I mean, yet. let's just say, like I told you, we had nasty hotel sex. Y'all know what that. Y'all know what that is. If you've never had nasty hotel sex, you have not lived. Uh, listen, I am not going to sit here and purge myself. I bet a lot of y'all probably truth, got, you know, got a lot of y'all probably was hotel sex babies. So literally, listen, there's nothing. Wrong. I'm not sitting here talking about some cheap little hotel. No, Mm-mm. I'm talking about you in a, a plush ass hotel and you just going for the gold. I'll just say that instead. On that cloud of a bed. Mm. Mm. Child. Just giving, <laughs> you know where that was about to go. You know I'm old. I can't be going Cardi B on the dick with that 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 cloud of a bed. My knees have never felt better, bitch. Ah, ah. yes. So, mm. with that being said, because y'all know the hotels, I don't think I'm bringing it back. Um, FYI, before we get into the timeline, um, there's two things I want to touch on real quickly. Um, real quick, excuse me, I hate quickly. Um, the season is about to wrap soon. Um, yes, yeah, season two, it seems like it's real quick, but season two is actually about to wrap. I plan on wrapping season two um, right before Easter. So that gives y'all about a month to get y'all lives together. Take two weeks off and then come back. Um, there's also a possibility I might take another week off, probably in May. Um, I'll, y'all find out why um, when the time comes, but I might be taking some time off in May. And also, and while you're here, um, I think this is the best way to, for me to ask you a question. Um, I know you're like a resident co-host, like meaning you're here when you're available. Um, however, would you like to be permanent? I have come to the realization I get better interaction when I have a co-host. Like when I do a podcast, I can do the show by myself, Mm -hmm. but it's like I'm damn near forcing myself to do it. If you ever pay attention. And it's like I don't want to seem like I'm forcing myself. I want this to be a relaxed space and I feed Mm -hmm. off of my co-host. So Let's get into the good shit. So I'm thinking, yes. No, I'm empty. Oh my god. We're in the middle of the we're in the middle of the court. It's okay. While Honey fills my glass, we're gonna get into some good feeling vibes. You know, talk a little bit. Meditate. Close your eyes unless you're driving. In the middle of us recording, you had me refill your glass. Close your eyes if you, unless you're driving. Oh shit, girl. And oh my god. Just think about all the happiness you get. Thank the Lord for your blackness. Yes, God. If you're a woman, thank the Lord for your black female magic. Come on with the Jesus. Got me refilling the damn glass. Mm-hmm. Yes, just, just, just go How on and freeze him. While he's, you, you know, I don't do that to you. Why would while you he's getting my glass together, uh, we gonna have a fun show today. Oh yes, my we god, are. And that's why just for you making me get up in the middle of it, we gonna, you got, we gonna really have you, a fun one. Because that, you know what, I got a really good self care tip, and we gonna we gonna save that for after it. Because I know, I think you gonna talk about what I'm gonna want to say. Okay. So so we'll do that. In the timeline, and it's one topic that I'm so glad that Aaliyah is actually here for, but I'm going to wait till the very end to talk about it. Oh, shit. Yep, you know where I'm going with that one. Hmm. So, this week, y'all actually gained some damn sense. However, there is something that I do need to talk about. Um, So, I don't know what's going on with this Kodak Black and Young M.A. situation. But I'm gonna need, I don't want to know the specifics, but I'm going to tell y'all this. If a woman is a lesbian, why the hell do you think shooting your shot at a lesbian is going to work? Not to mention, this woman is a stud. It's not like she's femme. It's not like she, like she puts on a dress and gives it to you. No, she's a stud. Stud. Yes, and why is he bothering my studs bin? Like, I don't understand. He wants your studs bin. 
But he, of course, like, say he, like, oh, I'll get, like, basically, he said something along the lines, I think, that he said he would dig young M.A. And I'm like, nigga, you is That's nasty. Harassment. You're nasty. That is a lesbianist. <sighs> so, um, well, let's see. What did I want to go that, over? That's definitely harassment, but, you know. Y'all know what that's. Y'all know what that seems. The biggest. I'm not the biggest sports person. I'm very much kid fury when it comes to sports. But so y'all were acting a utter fool when they announced that Odell Beckham Jr. was traded from the Giants to the Cleveland Browns. Oh, y'all thought that the y'all thought the Giants was making the biggest mistake of their lives, and it just it was hilarious to me. I'm just gonna throw it out there. It was hilarious. Cause I'm like I, I like Odell, and you know I'm not a fan of the sports. Um, only during major events I get into it. I will, you know, turn my show. I might have a beer with some chips, mm. act like a real man. <laughs> but overall, it's fine. Um, what else happened before I get into the topic I don't want to talk about? I mean, I want to talk about, but I'm trying to hold it. Not to mention, can we please get into how good um, J. Cole looks on the cover of GQ? Baby! I'm like, why is he looking like all black Jesus? Baby! I'm like, I, I mean, J. Cole, I'm at my friend just commented because I'm looking at her, her um, what she commented in the chat room. She said, I don't like this. I'm like, I do. He Jeez. actually, he comes into his own awkwardness, but I love it when he comes out of his shell. Oh, he just so fine. Um, oh, huh. So, there's two things that we actually get to talk about that we didn't. And I'm going to go off of the topic that I want to talk about. Then we're going to go into the other one that's a little deeper. They're both deep, but I'm going to go there for a second. So, Mm -hmm. mind me. This week, um, there was a bit of a scandal that came out. Um, actually last week. Where a... I'm going to say close to 50 families were found in charge with um, bribery to admissions into colleges. So, Mm -hmm. in the the whole thing where they found all the records and, of course, probably the wires or the checks that were written, they found two famous Hollywood actresses' names on those checks. One is Felicity Hoffman. If you don't know who she is, she played on Desperate Housewives. I forget her character's name on the show, but I watched it religiously, but I haven't seen it in years at this point. She's just a nondescript white woman to me. And then you had Lori Laughlin. If you don't know who Lori Laughlin is, that is Aunt Becky <laughs> from Full House. Now, Lori Laughlin actually caught more slack than Felicity Hoffman did. Now, the thing was, if you listen to the read this week, because I lived for when they did this for the actual, um, this was actually Crystal's read. I haven't gotten there yet. Oh my gosh, so I'm about to so ruin this and I, it's going okay, to go get there. Yeah. So, the one thing Crystal said um, in the read, and it, they basically summed up how I felt about it. You had, I remember way back when. When Fox News had, I forget exactly the, what they said when his story came out that um, one of our one of our melanin kings or queens, when they got, I think, sent it to like close to twenty schools. It might have been ten or twenty. I'm forgetting the exact story right mm-hmm. now. And they were basically saying that either it was like either overachieving or obnoxious. Now I remember. Now. You're saying all these things. Mind you, recently there was another sister that we need to cover on the Black Effect. She was accepted to over 40 schools and majority of them offer her scholarships. Not regular scholarships, baby, full ride. So, you, I say all that to say this. Aunt Becky and Felicity Hoffman decided they wanted to write checks because they wanted their girls to go to USC so bad. So bad that they wrote checks for both of Lori's daughters we're in USC. I got my read face on because you 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 charging me up right now. Go ahead, keep going. Both of her daughters were in USC. Now one of the daughters was a vlogger, and she said it on her vlog, which is I believe still available on YouTube. She said, "You know, I didn't come here for the education. I came here for the parties." Now, mind you, you say this, your mother's in a whole scandal for getting you into USC, which is a predominantly prestigious white school. And most of the pa- most of the kids that go to USC, their parents are not broke. They're actually well off. 
And it wasn't just USC. I believe there were also a few Ivy League schools that got caught in this too, if I'm not mistaken, which was Yale, Harvard. It was a bunch of schools that got caught in this whole debacle. And I think Aaliyah is about to actually look up the article right now. I'm not looking up nothing. I'm writing down notes because I'm thinking. Because I'm, so, I'm about, yeah, I'm about to. I'm going to let Aaliyah explode because it's going to be twice that Aaliyah so, explodes this week. The thing that gets me with this, yo, I swear to every black listener we have, I'm telling you, white people feel inferior to us. Period. It don't matter if you the the most unemployed person to the most highest of the high in whatever industry you're in. Mm-hmm. They feel inferior to us. Period. Which means that inferior that inferiority is gonna lead them to actually commit to crimes they don't have to they don't have to commit just to stay one step above us. Mm. And then they tell us when we get to these schools, oh, you probably got here because of affirmative action. You got here because of affirmative action. Guess who really benefits from affirmative action? White, white women. People. No, not even just white people, white women. Explain further, dear. So, white women really benefited from affirmative action because, I mean, it's just like black, black people were were only kept in in certain spots. Mm. So, of course, women, whether you were black or you were white, weren't really included in in certain things. You weren't included in the workforce. So when black women got to their levels, white women benefited from all of this. And then they benefit also from their white privilege, which is why 50, what, 52, 53 of them Mm -hmm. voted for fucking Trump. They don't vote for the help of everyone else. They vote towards their whiteness. Mm. But they're slowly they're slowly finding out that Trump don't give a fuck about their ass either. He don't give a fuck about nobody but himself, child. So then not only that, we gonna turn we gonna turn the feminism leaf too. So these women have very famous husbands. Yes, they do. And if you don't know who Felicity Hoffman's husband is, he actually plays Frank on Shameless. They have very famous husbands. These are your kids. So why are the women going down, but you don't hear shit from the men? Because I think the wires came from the wives. I'm not going to lie to you. I think the wires came from the wives. But the thing is, you the parents. No, 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 no. I think they both got arrested. I want to say the both um, the husband and the wife both yeah, got arrested. You don't hear shit. You don't hear him. I don't. I don't. Now, here's the thing, and I hate to be devil's advocate, child. I got to do it for one second. We done got play-by-play coverage of Jesse Smollett. We done got play-by-play coverage of R. Kelly. We have gotten play-by-play coverage for Bill Cosby. But yet, when you catch them in something like this, I didn't see near one shot of the paparazzi following them into the courthouse when they got arrested. I didn't see the paparazzi pop up outside of their house when they um, guns drawn and all that, like they said, would have happened with Felicity Hoffman. I don't see none of that. All of this is hearsay and is word of mouth. But yet, let this have been a black celebrity or somebody, in, in a, a black artist, or a black entertainer, or a black athlete, they would have had media coverage out the ass. We didn't see shit of them turning themselves in. We didn't see shit of them coming out the courthouse. We didn't see none of that. Now, let that have been an African-American entertainer, we would have got play-by-play. Y'all better pay attention. Yes, R. Kelly is trash. We all know this, and I'm not going into R. Kelly again, because that'd be like episode three that I went into R. Kelly. We know that he's trash, but you got to keep in mind, he did go in front of a camera and he wasn't emotionally stable enough to go in front of that damn camera. Yeah, but he fucking, ooh, child, that's another story. I I don't want to go into Kelly. With that whole thing, now, never let a white person make you feel bad about being somewhere you worked hard to be. That's Because that person will, will, will definitely commit a crime that they don't even have to do. Just to stay one step ahead of you, and that and that shit just just blows my mind. Then you got this raggedy face bitch on fucking YouTube to myself. Oh, I didn't care about school. I just wanted to party. Yes. Like, what? What? That that does not even help your case. Granted, I'm pretty sure you didn't even want to help your case because you posted it. Mm. Well, no, this was beforehand. Well, I mean, well, I mean, you know, still. You 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 got somewhere because someone cheated from the 
from the bottom to the top. Like they paid test proctors. They paid people in admissions. They even faked ethnicities on their applications. Uh. So this has gone as far as before they even got out of school. Uh. So you paid all the way up there and I bet you they probably donated some money or a fucking building to the damn school. And and the funny part is that's how a lot of legacies start at these schools. Uh-huh. It's money. They don't get there because they worked fucking hard. They don't even give a shit. They get there and on a C average where most black and brown kids got to have an A or better. And uh-huh. the A is the best you can fucking get. Uh-huh. So they they feel inferior and you can you see it in the shit every day. Like you, why did you pay money to a system that's already skewed in your benefit? Mm-hmm. Why? But I don't know. That's just me. My that. <sighs> so, real quick, shout out to um, to Paris Hilton for cursing out TMZ for saying that she attempted to commit suicide and told them "fuck Hilton, you." You mean Paris, Paris Jackson. Jackson for saying that she tried to commit suicide and she quickly cursed out TMZ and said it was a lie. She said, fuck you, fuck you fucking liar. Basically, Paris is fine. They just wanted, of course, some traction to TMZ by mentioning her and thought that she wasn't going to clap back. I'm assuming that the Shade Room got rid of this story. Hmm. Um, and I am not going to see and hold you because I promise you it's going. So, yep, they got rid of it. So, here's the thing. I don't even think they posted <laughs> it. I remember, and where did I find this shit? Because I'm so glad you're here when I decided I wanted to cover this. Hmm. So, let me see here. Is this the, the grand thing that you want to talk about? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Lord. Yep. Mm-hmm. It sure enough is. So, let me see if I can find the story. Because I promise you, I can't find it nowhere. So, which is weird to me that this is one story that I can't find. So, um... In light of, of course, the attacks in New Zealand for the mosque. Um, yep, you about to do it. Yep. So that's part of my self care tip. Actress, actress and comedian popularity grew from Instagram. Just hilarious, mind you. I just mentioned something that happened over the weekend. Um, decided to become very bigots if you will, or display bigotry. Xenophobia, Islamophobia, bigotry. Bigotry, all that. Now, she made a comment because she was in line getting on a flight and she, it was four men, I forget exactly what is the terminology for what they had on their head. Their seats. Seats? So, they had seats. I want to say it was like, what, two or three men? I think it was four. And she's like, whoa, whoa, what are we doing here? So instantly she went to go off on um, everyone on Instagram for saying that basically she was saying what everyone else would have been thinking if it happened to them. Now, you just got over a whole scandal for you calling someone a faggot in the shade room. And we were damn near about to write you the fuck off for it. Now you are basically exploiting bigotry when it comes to Islamic people that already just went through a traumatic experience in New Zealand when their mosque got shot up and 49 people passed in that. And there's dozens in the hospital from this. Now, what most of you guys don't know is Aaliyah actually grew up in Islam. Not to mention her mother still practices Islam. That's why I said I was glad that Aaliyah decided to come today because I'm not even going to give you my rebuttal, though. Yes, I have family members that do practice Islam and their Lord knows there are different variations when it comes to it, because <laughs> I promise you, I think my, my uncle was um, an FNO, First Nation of Islam. Oh, OK. I'm, I'm promise you I'm, I'm pronouncing the terms wrong. But then I also have a cousin that's like traditional where he wears the, gar- the actual oh, garment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that good stuff. Now, and he converted at the, of course, at the incarceration. However, mm-hmm. he took it seriously Serious. spe- mm-hmm. and kept doing it. Now, because I can't fully react the way 
that someone that actually grew up or has family or actually practiced the faith. I'm going to let Aaliyah do the rebuttal. <sighs> Where do I start with that one? Like, so at first, like, when I first heard about it, I kind of dismissed the headline. And then I saw everybody going off about it on social media. So I was like, all right, let me see what this is about. Then I read what she did. And it, 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 it really disgusts me because I'm like, all right, I have family that, that, that's Muslim. My right. mother's Muslim. She covers. Can't she believe. goes to the mosque almost every day, if not every other. My stepfather goes every day, if not every other. And it's like, okay, they're in Georgia. And you know how them motherfuckers out, act out there. They know nothing about it. So it's right. like, what's to stop somebody from going in there and doing what they want to do or doing what they want, doing what the guy did in New Zealand? It's like, I worry about that shit every day. And then it's like, okay, you got this kid who shot up these people in New Zealand naming Donald Trump, Candace Owens, PewDiePie, and a whole bunch of other people as inspiration for this shit. And people don't get it. Like, okay, joke. But it's like what we said about um, that one episode where we were talking about, you know, men and talking about, you know, homosexuality and making jokes about homosexuality. Yes, God. Jokes get people fucking hurt or killed. Come on now. Like, with PewDiePie, Donald Trump, and, and Candace Owens, they range from from different levels of seriousness with the shit they say. But they fucking, they can, they get people killed. Now, I had to stop Aaliyah for a second um, because I believe I, it wasn't New Zealand's prime minister. I think it was the governor. I forget exactly who it was. But he went on television and he blamed the attacks on immigration. Now, mind you, it took a 17-year-old that was right behind him when he said this to a news reporter, homie hit to him in the head with an egg. Now, he went and hit him back. Now, the money that they were taking, that they were giving him to, I guess, to raise to get him out of prison or anything or anything of the sort, he turned around and said, "Don't I don't want the money. Give it to the victims instead. Wow. Now, the brother is not black, but let me explain something to you. That is a brave ass man. And, you know, you can tell the difference in how things are over there as opposed to over here. Like the prime minister, she called what he did by its name. She called it racism. She called it terrorism. And then not only did she do that, she promised to cover the funeral costs. And, and not only, people. yo, she promised to, to pay the fucking funeral costs and make sure that the families are financially assisted during this time. Not only did she do that, she's like, yo, I'll do you one better. Matter of fact, y'all can't have none of this shit within 24 hours of the shooting. That says a lot. Mind you, mind and you. Even that she, and wait, hold up. And even after all of that, when she went to the mosque to go pay her respects, she went there covered. As she should have. As she should have. But that shit just shows true leadership, especially in times where we're not seeing it in our leaders. <laughs> so, you know... We we have shit that happens here like that, mm-hmm. but our leadership don't do that. You don't. They're not saying, "Oh, we'll take care of the families, or we'll we'll cover the the funeral costs, or we'll put a portion of the funeral costs up." Nothing. They just say, "Oh, yeah, it was really unfortunate that it happened, but they're very fine people." And one thing, I'm gonna need y'all to stop back the fucking shocked when this motherfucker hear about some shit and he say, "Oh, well." You know, it, it's terrible. Our thoughts and prayers go out to him. Stop acting fucking shocked because he did the same shit with Charlottesville. Called them very fine people. Didn't denounce it. Child, this liquor ain't hitting hard enough. 
But Agent Orange does not know the does not know how to empathize with people. He does not know what that word means. He doesn't. But I know you. I'll tell you one thing. He knows what what it means. Fucking Vita. And that's like, yo, why can we not? If we're supposed to be the leader in the world, which I don't even know why we're the leader in the world. But At this point. if we're supposed to be leading the world in ethics and things like that, why are we not using the same standards as these other countries? We should be showing them the standard. It just it, it bothers me so bad that you can't do the same. It's like you are so pre- like you are so prejudiced that you're pushing for a wall that's not necessary. You're taking mil- you're allocating funds from the education department to fund a wall. Maybe those of you that don't understand the severity of what I just said, I'm going to say it again. The Department of Education, that means how your children are learning so they can make something out of themselves. How your adult children are go- able to go to school and be able to possibly afford it and not <laughs> have to take out a large loan in order to do so. This is what I'm talking about. But yet, he wants to uh, he wants to sit here and shut down governments. He wants to veto bills. Mind you, Senate even told him that he couldn't have the funds to fund that damn wall. And he's still trying to veto them. But you know why? Because it's a monument to himself. Not only is he undoing and erasing everything Obama did, but he's going to do that and erect something in honor of himself. He's a narcissistic leader. And narcissistic narcissistic leaders are very terrible leaders because they don't care about who they lead. They don't care about the people who are under them, which is which are the people who got you there in the first place. I mean, granted, he's not the only one. None of them do. You just it seems like right now you just got to vote for the motherfucker who seemed like he going to help you at this point. And that's and that's the truth. I don't. I think we. I don't even want to get too far into politics. I promise you, we'll be here forever in twenty five years. But yo, that that shit that just hilarious did yo. I she should have been canceled to be honest with you. Like I long stopped following her because she's not fucking funny. And what she did was extremely xenophobic. And then Sikhs and Muslims are not the same thing. One is a completely different religion. They're two different religions. And then you're going to sit there and do all that dumb shit on Instagram with your head covered. So what would have stopped the white man from saying the same shit about you and got your black ass kicked off the plane? Because you know that shit would have happened like this. But she's saying she didn't have them kicked off the plane. Whatever. I'm just saying. But the thing is, you still posted something like that. And if you have to sit here and ask yourself, should I post this? That means your ass shouldn't be fucking posting it. I mean, you think you're shaking the table, honey. You said words about people. And then it's like, okay, you are only really famous and people really only know you because you sit in the, the shade room comments all the time. You don't do shit. And it's like, okay, what's the stuff? And then you're going to say, oh, that's the reason why black men can't wear hoodies and that, that, that. But you're doing the same shit white people do to us. What, what, like, where, where do we do that First of all, if you ever understand when a comedian does something this drastic, they really mess with their following and their sponsorship and their views. They really mess with it because I've seen people do something radical and then they lose their following or they lose their sponsorship. Like it drops drastically. Like I was watching something on YouTube not too long ago where Trey Melvin said something along the lines where if you don't know who Trey Melvin is, he has a problem. So he made a video, he put on his Snapchat, and he said, he was looking out the window, and he says, you see this homeless man over here, this white homeless man? He has more privilege than I do. Mm. Now, a lot of his white followers called him out on it, and a lot of them stopped fucking with him. A lot of them unfollowed him. Now, if you are familiar with how YouTube does things, you get paid off of views. He has more than enough material to get still get paid. Yeah. However, his that views, money slowed up. That money slowed up real quick and dried out even. Mm. So 
this is what I'm saying. Eventually, what happens is you mess with your you mess with your money, and don't nobody want that. So, to just hilarious girl, um, your series is canceled. Well, might not get picked up for season two anyway. Now, thank you. Or they might just write her ass off. They might, because I don't think they're gonna add her back. Like she don't understand the damage that she did with this one. This is different from the gay one. You, this is not the time you want to make a joke like that. Not at this time. Especially a day after a massacre like that happens, like literally a, less than twenty four hours after. You had people in New York that sat here and went like you had oh you had Jewish people that went to the mosque and held signs like we'll watch as you pray. And then not even that. You 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 got called out on the shit and you doubled down on it. Like, oh, I'm not racist and I'm not xenophobic. I got Muslims in my family. Then that should make you think twice about posting some shit like that. Like, and I understand, and people like to try and say now that, oh, we're making, like, those sens- the, heightened on, the hype on sensitivity makes it hard for people to be comedians. But it's, at certain points, you have to, un- let's be perfectly clear about something. Sinbad has been in the comedy industry for how many years now? Years. And he, is he problematic? Case in point. There's... We, you, you have to understand understand that we're at a time where jokes like that get people killed. That's you can't true. make jokes about gay people and fucking laugh about them because you have people who are fucking crazy and who act on that shit. This is true. You have people who have children who are gay. Uh, you can't come out and tell them. Sure. Because they scared because they watched some fucking Kevin Hart special where he said he gonna beat his kid over the head with a fucking dollhouse. Girl, I've read Kevin for filth before. So now, you can't make jokes like that about Muslims, especially because of the sensitivity of the subject. Not less than 24 hours afterwards. Thank you. So you, you can't do that, and then you, you double down on it, which makes you look even more stupid. She said, fuck y'all. She said, fuck y'all. It literally gave middle things and everything, but we're going too far into it. Yeah, um, we're gonna take. I gotta a, save it for my, my self care tip. <laughs> we're gonna say we're gonna stop here real quick. We're gonna take us a quick break, and we will be right back. Yeah, I had to go refill that good old cup. But while we're here, thank you so much for your continued support for the actual podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, please continue to like, which means you actually like what you heard. Rate. It helps us get us up with the rankings, especially with Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, which means you download. You don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. Would you like to keep in contact with actual conversation going on even after the podcast is released? And yes, I do check my social media handles on the regular. For Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is WRYH Podcast. Once again, it is WRYH Podcast. I'm also looking to collaborate with other podcasters. Would you like to be on this show? Would you want me on yours? Fine. Email me at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for your continued support. And let's get back to the show. I'm pretty sure my cup is full by now. Okay, and we're back. Yes, yes. It is time for the thread. Now, I purposely did not tell Aaliyah today what we were going to be talking about in the thread. Now, as of late, I have been getting a title that I'm not too fond of. And I'm... Who put the title? Who we got to fight? Who we got to roll up on? That's famous. I've been told that I am a picky lover. Choosing lover. <laughs> oh my God, why would you start singing that? Girl, I'm so proud of you. Now, it brought me to this question. Is, can that be taken as a good thing or a bad thing? Being a picky lover? Being a choosy lover, I say. Mm, yes, go ahead, Ryan Isley. Um, so glad you It depends. Me. I think it really depends on... I'm probably going to get dragged for this, but 
I think it really depends on your depends on your confidence level mm. on how you take that. Mm. Because somebody like me, if you tell me I'm a picky lover, I'm gonna be like, yes, I'm that bitch, and I will have a good goddamn evening, and I walk out. But somebody who's not as sure of themselves will be like, okay, that's a bad thing. What the fuck is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. So, with that in mind, how are you taking that? I take it as a bad thing because we all, y'all know, if you listen to the show, I've always gone on rants about how dating has been such a struggle. And three months, it's going to make five years that I've been single. I know, I know. It don't feel like it. It's been five years. We got to go out, baby. So I take it as a bad thing because somebody can bring somebody to me. I'm like, oh, what you think of this person? Too short. Oh, what about him? Too short. Do we high. really want to talk about too short? You know what? I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna. Mm mm. Let I it out. Your tea. Let it out. Oh my god. The short one that you was trying to with. Who? I don't even that little short little bug eyed motherfucker that you was trying to. You know that you well. He liked you, I guess. He wasn't short. He was short. He was six one. No, that was the one before that. Oh my god, I'm so my own tea. Uh, so yeah. shut up. You don't know my life. You need to go out. And you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do how like niggas do what? when they walk up on you on the club. Like, yo, my friend want to talk to you. We will never speak again. <laughs> you love me. You'll speak to me. We will. I literally will debt this friendship. If you ever ask me. No, you won't. Because who's going to call hoes? Who's going to call hoes? Who's going to check me, boo? I don't like this. Anyway. You can leave now. So, you being... So, we have to really look at what's considered a picky lover. Because you want certain things in someone. Because at this point in our lives, we not dating to just fucking do the shit. We dating for... I'm not dating to fuck and go, like, basically go out to eat afterwards. Because yeah, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. So, you, you know, at this point of our lives, we're looking for relationships that are more worthwhile. They're more... Um... Uh, they're more able to grow past that, you know... Netflix and chill stage. And if you're and if you're picky, that's not a bad thing. Because you want what you want and you deserve what you want. You know, I just I want I don't know. And I promise you, I think it it I blame majority of this on the dating climate because unlike before, you know, you met Ed on Tinder, but you met Ed before shit changed. You know, City Girls came to you know, Oh, city, no. City. Tinder was still very much a fucking sub type of app. It wasn't... But you know what it is? It's more so... I like what I like. And unfortunately, I have... A, and I tell people all the time, I have ADD with it. Like, I don't... I, I get bored real quick. See, that's something you're going to have to fix, baby. How am I supposed to fake it? Not that, you, not that you're supposed to fake it, but people are who they are. You get what I'm saying? What about it? So, there are things about Ed that drives me absolutely fucking insane. We know this. I hear about it all he the time. He gets on my damn nerves, but I love him. But there were some things I was willing to say, okay, he could absolutely be fucking worse. And you you have to kind of, like I said, people are who they are. I'm not saying settle, but I'm saying you shouldn't sabotage a relationship because of one little thing as opposed to, you know. But what if the effort isn't being met halfway? Like, the thing is, so that's why I, I read this relationship book years ago. They gave like different, you know, rules to dating. Mm-hmm. Want what you want and say that up front. So like when I met Ed, I was like, look, I got my own money. I have my own career. I don't need either from you. I have my own shit. I don't need anything from you. I said, but 
for this to actually work, I'm cutting to the chase. I want marriage. I want kids. I want to build a life and I want us to be able to grow together. And I said, I got a lot of shit to lose and I'm not trying to lose it on one nigga. Well. And guess what? Two years later, we're still here and getting engaged to be married soon. So it's like the the more you put what you want up front, it gives that person a chance to be like, all right, I'm gonna stick around or I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what it means to be that's for me, that's what it means to be picky. Cause I ain't got time. That's the problem. I don't. Like I I like what I like. I know what I like. But the problem is when I find what I like is making what I like last. Meaning I could like you. And things could be fine. I'm attracting all that good stuff. But the minute you get comfortable is when I have a problem. But that's to be expected. You know, people do get comfortable and they because they they do feel more comfortable around the person that they're with. But it's we're not officially together, ho. So why are you sitting here deciding that you want to slow up what you were already doing, nigga? What the fuck is wrong with you? Why the fuck I had to text you first? Like, I don't mind texting you first. That's not the issue. It's the principle behind it, my nigga. So, Why I gotta text you first? Why can't you hit me? What the fuck is wrong with you? And you know what? Who is that you texting on the phone? Nigga, when you came here before, you ain't live on your goddamn phone. Now all of a sudden, you wanna sit here and text every goddamn body all the fucking time? What is wrong with you? Okay? And then I kind of find out that you in fucking other people's inboxes and shit. You think that I'm fucking stupid? You think that I'm fucking stupid? You think I didn't know? See, praise the Lord, I ain't got to deal with that shit. Thank God, it makes me makes me feel like I'm that one. But with that, that's a conversation that needs to be had up front. Because I ain't having it. There are certain if you ain't having it, then you're gonna be single for the rest of your life. And guess who's gonna be sent with my kids? You. Listen, okay. I'm gonna need to go and have some nasty hotel sex, so that is between Oh my god. Listen. But I'm saying those things those things kinda have to change. And these are all conversations you can have. You can say, well, up front, I'm a person that needs attention. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's who you are. So when that person decides they want to date you, it's take it or leave it. A part of me really feels like, and I may be saying too much on the podcast. I feel like I'm having a therapy session. I feel like the person that I should have been with, the other person that's my soulmate, I feel like he passed away. And I think that's what is really the problem. Because it's like, I could like somebody, but I nitpick with certain things like he's too short oh, why he look like that oh, this is, like, I find myself really looking at the dumb shit and it's like why can't I not look at the dumb shit <laughs> and not and just let it go you know, Like when I first met Ed I hated him and you know the dumb reason why I hated him uh, this motherfucker talk too much now, you know how chicks be like, oh, I like when he texts me all day and he talks to me all day. When he was doing that shit, I was like, yo, can you please just shut the fuck up just for once? Please? And no, then it was... Let me spit at my screen. And the funny part is the thing I... The one thing I hate is the one thing I now love about him. He over-communicates with you? Yeah. So it's like you kind of got to see where those patterns take you because like I said I hated him because he talked too much I was about to cancel this nigga but I was like you know what let me go out get a free meal good date and you know split because at the end of the day I didn't think he was that into me either but then we went out we had the best date we have ever had with anyone ever and we have been inseparable ever since so that one thing I didn't like wound up becoming kind of irrelevant. So you have so things. with the oh God. 
straight people thing. This is why I wish See, I, I wish I lived out my dreams of being bisexual, but oh girl, you don't want to you don't want those problems. You who got time? So listen, I say it, and I had to say it to my um my manager um recently because um I'm not going to uh, how can I put this properly? Um, he was talking to someone, and I'm talking I'm coding for a reason he was talking to someone and we both agreed on something you're like yeah because you know unlike straight people gay people straight people walk when they first start talking to somebody y'all move so damn fast gay people run y'all be oh, married man. a week later y'all that's be- lesbians okay lesbians <laughs> y'all meet on a Monday y'all married on it's Friday no shame <laughs> lesbians move very quickly they do and then figure out they hate each other later on like oh my god I can't stand this bitch but no like and even with gay men like gay men our formal introduction to someone will be a dick pic oh that's just I'm being honest here like hey do you like me hey do you like not even do you like me like yo Lonnie do you love me are you riding this dick Hotels, we're not doing this today. I had to do it. Oh my god! So, whatever you gave me in those two glasses was yeah, it's it's uh, it's creeping. Oh, so y'all didn't know? Um, in the middle of the thread, I surprised Aaliyah by giving her something that was basically almost flavorless. If I disappear, I'm spending the night at Lonnie's house. I gave Aaliyah a mixture of some juice mixed with Malibu coconut. Mm, yes. <laughs> Baby, you about to have a uh, you about to have a niece or nephew tonight. Uh, she is fucked up. She done had two glasses of that shit, and now she's on my wine. So, and then not to mention, she also has an open bottle of peach moscato. That's gone. I drank that one. Again. <laughs> Wait, girl. We are, oh my no. god. We had what? Don't Let, rush re- it. We having fun now. Back to your therapy session. You gotta. You. Mm. I'm done. I promise you. I'm just gonna get. What's, I'm gonna get what's a cat. holding you back? I'm gonna get a cat. I'm gonna name Bitch, it. My, that I'm cat ain't gonna like your ass either. I'm gonna call him man, and we're gonna just be fine. Man. I'm gonna call him man. You're like that's my man. I can't stand you. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I'm in my house. But, <laughs> so, what do you think is really holding you back from dating? I mean, like really, not the, not this whole surface thing of oh, you like what you like. What's really holding you back from doing that? Being vulnerable. I ain't gonna say here. Being vulnerable. Yeah, but that's human nature. We don't like to be vulnerable, but. You have to find someone you're nah. okay to be vulnerable with. Nah, There's that. levels of vulnerability. Nah, fuck all that. <laughs> Lonnie. <laughs> Lonnie. <laughs> Lonnie. I'm not doing this with you. What? What's really holding you back? Stop looking at the damn time. These niggas. These niggas are telling me that. They're being great. I'm gonna, I promise y'all, I'm gonna find me a white boy and I'm gonna date him. And we'll no, we don't do white men in our family, baby. We don't do white supremacy here. Oh my God. Okay. I'd rather deal with Josh than have to deal my with My kids will Jermaine. not be around a white man. You will never see your I'd children. Rather, I'd rather deal, I'd rather deal with Derek than to deal with Jaquan, with Daquan. I don't deal with Daquan. Deal with you a nice Jeremy or um uh, a black Jeremy. Um uh, maybe uh 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 a Maurice. Ooh, yes, Maurice. Anyway, maybe deal with you with a Maurice type or you know somebody who got a good head in their shoulders like you do. You know, got shit to lose because they gotta go to work every now and then. Every now and then. I mean I know you have to go to work every every day. day. But Think there's some soul searching you gotta do there, friend. Because look, five years is too long. I know you enjoy your singleness. Actually, that's a good question. Are you enjoying your singleness right now? 
Fuck no. I miss dick. I miss sex. I miss all of that, okay? Baby. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. And what you're not understanding is a how do these digits? Okay. So all of that is a jack or grinder message away. So Wait, what? Um We talking about love. You can get dick anywhere. Hell, I'll buy you a toy for all of that shit. Alright, got I know you got one. I got one too. I got a whole drawer full of them. Um, that's a conversation off the mic. Okay. Yeah, whatever. But yeah, anyway. I had to go high pitch for a moment. That's a conversation off the mic. <sighs> yeah. We yeah. talking about love. About it. About the bullshit. Do you have any men in your rotation that you could actually see yourself Fuck. falling in love with? No. No. Then you need to know. You need a new rotation. Then I burnt them already. I burnt the book. I burnt them. They're gone. They bon- I burnt the book. So it's time for you to go some some uh, some meet and greets. Maybe. What about the B two K concert in two weeks? Oh my God! What about me? Somebody that look. You gonna have somebody there that's dressed in the er- in early two thousands like they never left. And then I'll go to actually go out on a date with them. They still dress like they're in the early fucking 2000s. Are you crazy? No, you're just going to have to look at a recent picture. That's all. And what if their profile picture is a recent picture? Then run. Oh, my God. We're going to work on you. We're going to work on you this year. Uh, we have you... what? Oh, we have how many more months of uh, 2019 to go to? We need the six months in. At least, at least by December, we, we should have somebody steady for you. Anyway, Leah, you had a self-care tip for this week. I sure did. Ooh, in light of that Jess Hilarious shit, yeah. read a goddamn book. Ooh, oh, 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 wow. Oh, wow. You know, a lot of people think they doing shit to fucking help. Help yourself by reading a book. Help yourself before you help others. Help yourself before you help yourself to open Instagram. Help yourself before you if help you, yourself yo, to open Facebook. We, what we're going to do right now is... We're going to practice mindfulness. Mm-mm-mm. Now, when you do some bald head of whole shit on oh. fucking Instagram, oh shit. Oh no. Ask yourself, oh, no. should I post this? Oh, okay. If you have to ask yourself and you feel deep down in your spirit, deep in your spirit, in, in there, in the crevices. That you should not post that shit. Nine times as right. You shouldn't have. Delete it. Delete ho. Because Mm. the feeling that you're feeling right then is not going to compare to the feeling when you get dragged by all of the internet. And Lord knows they do it. So, in in that same space, read a goddamn book. I've had enough of this. Because she's on my song. She, she, you know, got Muslims in her family and Sikhs aren't Muslims. All that could have been prevented if you wasn't such a fucking bird and you read a goddamn book. Should have been busy on fucking Google than fucking on Instagram fucking filming them. Getting fucking innocent, yo, innocent fucking people. Wasn't worried about her irrelevant ass, but got kicked off a flight. I believe in the words of he in the words of Huey Freeman. We all could be reading a book right now. Hello. We all could be reading. It a don't book. hurt. They cheap on Amazon. They cheap on Google. Find yourself a book. Put your face in it and get to reading. It's That's not, my self care tip. And it's not a vagina or ass. Hello. On that note, this concurs this episode. I'm tired of feeling like I'm sat on the couch with a therapist. <laughs> um, I feel very attacked. I'm very vulnerable right now. That's that psychology degree for you. Yeah. I'm not gonna do this with shit. You know, when I went to Canon, they gave me my degree in psychology. You know, I had to, you know, had to do a little charm charm. On that note, that concludes this episode. <laughs> thank, as always, thank y'all so much for the love and support. Um, you can find myself at at Lonnie on Instagram. It is spelled how it's pronounced. Instead, it's L A H dot N E E E. Okay. Mm. Aaliyah, tell me your Instagram handle, girl. And y'all can find me on Instagram at Dark Skin Beauty. That's D R K S K N N D Beauty. 
and we will see y'all later. Okay, and follow the podcast is as is of course as you see it here, W R Y H P capital P podcast. Okay, W R Y H podcast. That's Facebook. That's also Instagram and even Twitter. And on that note, thank y'all for listening so much. I promise y'all we won't rant this long ever again. Yes, we will because we have fun. Whatever. I'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.